Hello. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Matt, a.k.a. Legion Rex, and welcome to what is sure to be a very smoky episode of The Gap. I am your host. With me, I have my equally as misty uh, co-host, Shane. How are you doing today, Shane? <laughs> mm, nice. That's it. That's, that's nice. how I'm feeling. Nice. Very good. Very good. With, with us, we also, we also have our other co-host, Josh. How are you doing today, Josh? I'm doing really good. It's been, you know, it's been a while since it's just been the three of us. Yeah. It uh, has been quite a while. As you can see, after. Spencer isn't on this podcast. Yeah, Spencer is not here. Spencer has to uh, work like a normal person. Um, like a normal What a loser. And so he will not He will not be with us. But he will be with us in spirit. Yeah, breaking, breaking his uh, impressive track record uh, of six uh, months. <laughs> Of six months with on a podcast on the podcast nonstop. Uh, meanwhile, uh, so but I don't I don't yeah. know, man. I'm at I'm at a two two weeks now. Wow, that's that's Pretty, impressive for you. Oh, I, <laughs> I you, we all know I'm all over the place. I'm like the I'm the fucking wandering vagabond. <laughs> yeah, Josh shows up whenever he feels like it, and then dips for like three months, basically. <laughs> Pretty much uh, with the. We have a lot. We have some fun stuff to come today. We got a lot of simulcast discussion. That's probably going to be the majority of this podcast is talking about the new simulcast because oh, yeah. new anime season started up, and we, there's surprisingly a lot to talk about with this mm-hmm. season. Um, we got, yeah. um, we have, we have some pieces of news, uh, not much, but we got we got enough to, to warrant it. And of course, we got our featured anime of the podcast, which is Silver Spoon. Uh, hope you all will enjoy that discussion. So. I think without further ado, I think we're all ready to get started here. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's uh, let's talk about simulcast. So the new, so the spring season has started up, uh, and what was once a season that looked kind of mediocre beforehand has turned into quite the quite the uh, unexpectedly. Uh, it's, um, it's an interesting, interesting one to say the least. It's got, interesting. It's got some good shit, man. It does, my, uh, but I haven't issue, seen any of it. Yeah, Matt hasn't seen anything, so. Uh, I haven't seen yourself. anything. <laughs> I haven't seen anything because I've been very busy with um, with uh, with school and other with other things. So I've just haven't had the time to really uh, g- sit down and be like, okay, I need to watch new shows. Uh, but I will. But don't worry, those shows will be coming. So this is going to be mostly the Shane and Josh show. Yeah, uh, was, about yeah, father son duo. Yeah. yeah. So. So, jo- so, uh, Shane and Josh, what shows stood out for you this season, whether it be good or bad, doesn't I, matter. I think we should get the big one out of the way first. Um, I, let's talk about the bad, which yeah, sad and it's sad for all of us. Um, it's One Punch Man season yeah, two. Like, yeah, okay, I no, okay, actually, ooh. that's a lie. I did. This is one I did watch, and I only watched two minutes, and I straight up, I think I, I'm honestly thinking of dropping it. Oh really? Ow. Yeah, I am. I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt, which is very. It's going to probably screw me over, anyways. But I feel genuinely offended from what I had watched. Yeah, like I, I feel like that this is, like this is, this is easily the biggest anime disappointment since like Berserk 2016. I'd argue for me, and I can't. It's not as bad as Berserk 2016. No, because um, at the no. very least, from a story perspective, this this uh, the first episode, from what I from what I 
at least the little bit I've seen him for what I heard isn't completely terrible from no. a story perspective at least. It's just everything else about it is just <laughs> like <laughs> it it really sucks because everyone knew this was probably going to happen. Um but it doesn't really hit you until you actually watch it. And I'm going to say this right now. I didn't completely hate it, but I, I no, also didn't like it. <laughs> listen, listen, it has potential, but I'm going to say Genos looked like a character from Gakko and Handsome. Get a long ass chin. His face was so fucking I mean, distorted. They, they all do. Like, Why does listen, Saitama look like he, have a, he has a sunburn, bro? Like the... Like, it, they use King. this weird gradient on all the characters that makes them just look yeah. like they've been out in the sun too long, and it's really <laughs> and up, it's King. really off-putting. Listen, King just looks awful. King does he look awful, looks actually. Looks god-awful, yeah. dude. Oh, my god. Like, the music, the opening is... I fucking love the opening. It's Jam, <clears throat> it's jam Project, dude. Like, listen. Animation-wise, it's a garbage opening, but oh. the actual song... All right, I want to talk. Dude, the song. I want to talk about uh, that. I hate the I, song I, I, too. Actually, okay. that's the thing. I don't like the song either. I think I think Jam Projects. Uh, this was lazy on their part. They obviously both like they obvious. Either Jam Project knew that they had a shitty season on their hands and just fucking gave like some like a half ass song, or they literally or or the One Punch Man season one opening really was a lightning in the bottle because it this song it probably was, was not good. It probably yeah. was. I liked it, but like uh, the th- the thing with me is I don't mind the song. I actually do kind of like it. Mm. Everything else about that opening is fucking terrible. Oh, <laughs> like my God. it is so one of the worst openings I've seen in a long time. Worst con- pop early contender for worst opening Dude, of the year. Listen, Not even joking. It absolutely listen, is. Please, teacher has more animation in its opening than this. Why does this opening look like it was a fan edit? Why does it look like all the art was taken from DeviantArt? Why it literally looks like that this was a fan edit for some from like two months ago that someone made. It's like, hey, we heard the song for Jam Project. Here's what I want the opening to be. And if it was a fan project, everyone would be like, you know what? Not bad, not bad, be good. But if it was done by fucking an actual studio, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why? <laughs> Who thought it was a good idea to put stock text on every fucking shot? And one of what makes me most angry? Yes. What? Who the fuck is Starman? <laughs> well, he that dead. Is... He dead, bro. The centipede is CG, bro. The elder centipede it's... is CG. Oh my god. I'm and... just... <laughs> and it, it's... This, this, see, this, uh, this premiere episode is... And, and keep in mind that that trailer is only the first episode shots... And the, all from the all this everything in that trailer was from the first episode. I am very scared to see what's coming next. We literally season. have not seen anything past this. I am so this, scared. So it's literally so scared. up in the air. Uh, this and just I, has like the, the thing that gets me is that if it was just the animation being mediocre, I could deal with that. But it's but everything it's else: weak direction, weak writing, weak score, the bad manga editing. Is- the manga for this fucking arc is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. And that's but what this is just oh it's That's so what shame. I said in the Discord before we uh a couple days before we recorded this. The the arc that they're adapting is really fucking good. So if they just end up badly adapting it, that's gonna really suck. And so far, it's not looking very good. It's not yeah. looking very good. Yeah. 
We're going to keep watching. We'll update you on the later weeks about the inevitable train wreck that will more than likely be One Punch Man Season 2. Yeah. But but uh, on another note, uh, how about other shows? Yeah, uh, let's talk about other good I'll shows. Talk, I'll talk about something good. Go ahead. Um, Isekai Quartet. Yes, I, I did watch and this. It lived up to my expectations. Yeah. I don't... It would. So, Shane, I know you've only watched one of them, but for me, yeah. I, I've seen all four, so I was really hoping to see how all the characters would interact, and it was exactly how I wanted to. Mm-hmm. It was just very funny. I think one of my favorite things is <laughs> the fucking part where Ainz is like, what idiot would press this button? Aqua, let me press the fucking button! Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it was just really well done. Yeah, the thing it with me feels- is that... I'd, I've only seen ReZero out of the four, so mm-hmm. my enjoyment probably would have been much higher had I seen all of them going in. But as someone who's only seen ReZero, you still enjoy it? I Yeah, I still enjoy it. I still liked it. It's cute. It's funny. Mm. I get the jokes. Yeah. It's not knocking fucking... anything out of the park for me, but <laughs> yeah. still good. I, I have a member yeah, of a view for this that said... Like uh, that, that I thought was funny. It said uh, because he, had, this guy had w- was watching it, and he had he'd only seen like the first couple of episodes of each show, so he didn't really have any context for it, anything mm-hmm. that was happening. And he watched it, and he said, "Ah, yes. So this is pro. Ah, yes. I finally understand how people who went to go see Infinity War for the <laughs> first time without seeing any Marvel films felt watching this." <laughs> you know what? Yeah, Pretty it's much true. It's true. He's just like, I don't know what the hell was going on. And then he gave it like a 3.5 out of 5 because he's like, yeah, it's actually it's pretty good, good outside of that. Like, because oh, he said it was good. still good. So like, it's good. It's just, it's a lot better for people who have watched them. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. better for people I, I who have watched them. It's definitely a fan service thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And um, I, know, I know Josh has his other show that he wants to talk about. Um, I can talk about that later. No, go ahead. The, like the rest of it is pretty much going to be me talking right. about like the seven shows yeah. I so watched. We'll so let, we'll let Josh go first because okay. he's got less time. So the biggest one I was excited about this season was Helpful Fox Sekotan, and I was worried because it was Dogakobo. Yeah, and we know Ooh. they haven't had the best track record, especially their lately. last. Their last two anime have been <laughs> questionable. Let's say, let's say questionable. Especially <laughs> probably start going off a of fucking rant. <laughs> yeah, probably. So their last two anime were very questionable, so I was a little nervous about this. The source material is very wholesome, but I was just worried that Dogakoba might do something on their own, and I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm glad to say it was actually very good. For mm-hmm. anyone who's watched Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, it has a very, very similar feel to this. Mm-hmm. It starts off with, you know, the main character living a kind of shitty life, doing a whole bunch of office work. And then cute girl comes up and does uh, maid work for him, basically. And it's just, it's very well animated. It's very cute. It's very fluffy. And I was very happy about it. See, that's that's the thing that gets me is your uh, comparison to Dragon Maid because I fucking loved Dragon Maid. I think I, that's so. what sold me because because that's what sold me. The only thing that's not selling me is I think the animation looks a little stiff for Dogakoba standards. I it's think still, it, it, it is it, good. It's not Dogakopa, like, compared to something like New Game or Yuri. Mm-hmm. It is a little more... It is stiff, a little more it's, uh, limited. It's yeah. still very good, and they put the animation where it matters into Senko, mm-hmm. who is just... She looks super adorable, but it is really a, just very, very similar to Kobayashi. 
I mean, I haven't seen it, but I've seen the gif of the guy putting her out in Which front is of him, in the out on the street, and I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I've seen that. That was funny. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Just picks he her up just, and drops her. Listen, he had a flashback. He was like, I don't want to get arrested for something like this. <laughs> I want to get arrested. That's the thing I hate about them is that they're so fucking self aware with this shit. But it's like, why do you still do it? <laughs> It's like, I feel like that's that was that's what kind of weirded me out. It weirds me out about fucking, especially like Watch Ten from last last. Yeah. Uh, because the weird thing about that one is, from what I've heard, that show is like super self aware and it knows exactly what it is, and it mm-hmm. kind of like make it's like a, it's almost like if it was any more self aware, like by like a little bit, it would actually have been like a parody or like a satire of itself. Yeah. It is like one which I find really self-aware. weird. But here's the thing, I know it is weird that she is, you know, 800 bucks lolly and all, but the main (laughs) character doesn't see her as anything but just a kid. They they don't do anything dumb. Let's put it at that. Okay, let's, uh, that's good. Let's hope, Uh, let's cross our fingers and hope. I will definitely say I think you two will enjoy it. Yeah, well, once I heard the Dragon Maid comparison, I was like, woo, let's go. Okay, I'm excited now. Uh, Anything else? I know you no. watched one other one. Um, no, I haven't watched anything else. Oh, yeah, no. Okay, no, no I, yeah, yeah, no, I haven't watched Fruits Basket yet. Oh, I still have to. Oh, well, um, yeah, I know I need to. Fruits Basket. <laughs> I think Shane wants to talk about Fruits Basket. Yeah. Shane, how I'm, is it? I'm one of the people who had never read the manga and had never seen the original series from 2001. So I went into this completely blind. And boys, it is something else, all right. <laughs> <laughs> How it's, good is it? Well, if you've been if you've been following my uh, the best of the season charts in the Discord, it's uh, aside from another show that premiered yesterday, it was at the top. Like it is, oh, yeah. supreme quality. Like writing, direction, animation, it's all top notch. Yeah. And they're covering the entire manga. This is going to be an adaptation of the entire manga. 52 episodes. 52 um, episodes split across two seasons? Yeah. So yeah, this okay. season, this year will be season one, and then next year, season two. This is a very well-deserved adaptation. I can't wait for Fruits Basket to take anime of the year two years in a row, possibly. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even be mad. Let me, let, uh, me, let me put it like this, okay? As soon as I finished watching the first episode... I immediately wanted the next one. It's that kind of show. Oh, that's like as soon as it ends, you feel empty. Oh, yeah. Because there's nothing else. This show is going to make me cry. I know it because it's going to to be one of those shows. It's also one of those shows where it kind of makes you cry in the first episode just a little bit. (laughs) Just a little bit. Just just a little bit. I've been wanting a good romance for a while, dude. So this is. Oh, no. This is right up your alley, dude. It it, it is hardcore. Juice Basket is the full, full Juice Basket is basically the full metal alchemist of romance. It is the pinnacle yeah. of the genre, pretty much. And it yeah, is, it is, and, it's, and it, it is most likely going to be the brotherhood of this generation if it yeah. Keep, yeah. if it keeps the quality up. Yeah, it's going to be. The, I yeah. think it. I think it will keep yeah. it up. Yeah. If 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 Fullmetal Alchemist was like Shonen's like big like big def- one of the big defining stuff. <laughs> Um, for Fruits it's Basket is for Shoujo, mm-hmm. and it's, yeah. pretty much, it's pretty much exactly what you would want it to be. I haven't seen the original anime. I want to because I've heard it's quite good, mm-hmm. and I hope and I would love like uh, 
because uh, after after this season, you know, I was like, like folk food basket. I might go back and like watch like the first series and be like, what did they change? Honestly, uh, we should cover the first series on the show. The first, yeah, yeah, we should. The first series, by the way, from what I've heard, is more comedic based than romance based. That's the big difference. And you uh, know what this the studio behind the new one is also done a lot oh. of a lot of really good shit. Well, yeah, it's TMS. <laughs> Like a few dimensions. Yeah, they did Megalobox, Takagi-san, Sweetness and Lightning. Oh, uh, no, they, fucking... they're they doing... did Loop in the Third. Yeah, they did Loop in the Third. They're doing Doctor Stone next season. So, so they've done a lot of really good stuff. So... <laughs> I'm yeah. very excited for what they for what they have planned. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I Absolutely. can easily say the Fruits Basket lived up to the hype. Easy. Uh was another show that lived up to the hype. You know, Shane, I have a question for you. Yes, son. <coughs> what, top, what topped Fruits Basket? You know, I want to save that for the end because I yeah, feel okay. like that's that's fitting. Um, I'm going to talk about the bad shit first, though, because there's a Ooh. bad show that I forgot to mention. Um, oh, is it you know? It's you know. <laughs> you know oh, what we're talking about, boys. Oh, what my is, God. What is the show and who is it for? <laughs> Uh, it's it's based on a visual novel from like 2005. That's oh, no, actually, know. did you know it's based on an even earlier visual novel from like the late 90s that was on the Sega Saturn? What the oh. hell? I found that out. It was like a oh Why God. is it, it? Is it one of those fucking? Why is this adaptation happening now? I don't, I don't <laughs> know. I really don't. Why, I don't. Who was this? Was why? it maybe you know fans from like the Sega Saturn days? Nobody talks to Sega Saturn. I don't know, man. I, I have no idea who this oh is, but who this is for, but it was something, all right. Let me, all let me, let me find my thoughts. Is that, like, say, all I got uh, from Shane after he watched this episode was that, one, is that he was going to wait for dub for this, and, and he was also going to... And that he was also going to watch every single episode. This that is came absolutely out this a like a trash dub watch. <laughs> like, it's fucking, it's terrible. <laughs> uh, let me okay. find my fucking notes. Here we go. So I watched the first episode, subbed mm-hmm. just to get a feel for it. Um, <laughs> when I first watched it, I said it's I. No, it's not. Um. <laughs> The first it's scene, all right. after, it's not. The first scene after the OP is the MC and a teacher who's barely wearing clothes talking about how hard his dick is. Oh, my kind of show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, he's just this guy is just the horniest fucking bastard to the point where he screams in joy when he his mail ordered porn shows up. He strips in front of his female classmates, and he's apparently fucked one of his teachers. Ah, what? Man. It's good so man. bad. I, 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 my whole thing, like the fucking, at the very least, he's open about his horniness. Yeah, it's and like he's a very. Here's the thing: the first half of that episode is that unfunny, overly dirty garbage, and the second half is just nonsensical sci-fi shit, like. It's like you took two different shows and just mashed them together, and they. And don't this is going to be twenty six episodes, it's, by it's the way. Twenty six episodes. It's twenty six. Every single. It's a one. double core. It's double core. It's fucking. It's from the same studio as I as the people did Island. They did. You know what? It's going studio in, I was feel, like, bro. This is going it's to be Studio Island. Feel. This is going to be the Island of this season. year. 
and it totally is. It's living up to Island was our guilty pleasure. Island was your guilty pleasure of last year. I'm Absolutely. Sure. So who knows? This this might this might follow up. <laughs> but goddamn, it's so bad. Uh, fuck it. Uh, fucking! I'm pretty sure, like that. That that's probably the worst show you watched this season. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I need to watch After Loss because I've heard that thing is even worse. I'm waiting. I'm Loss waiting for dub on that. Awful. I've, yeah, I've heard, heard some things. I've heard it's awful. Uh, so like, I'm very, I'm very excited for that in a lot of ways. Uh, some uh, other so Shane. some other quick stuff that I just want to cover real quick. Uh, Hitori Bochi, very funny, extremely funny. This is about the girl who has extreme social anxiety, and she like barfs whenever she sees people. Very relatable. It's fu- and all hash, she's been relatable. using every image from that show as like a reaction image for the past week. <laughs> Basically, it's on. It's honestly, it might be comedy of the year if it keeps it up. Because I was fucking dying when I watched that shit. <laughs> it's not and the animation is really good. Oh too. yeah, the animation is very good, and it's not only the fact that it's extremely funny but it's also really relatable because i don't know about you i don't like people <laughs> i don't like talking to people i don't like why am i here i don't like people how'd you Who get are my you house? people i don't even like i don't even like talking in general so like why <laughs> oh here let me just mute myself forever yeah. <laughs> <sighs> anyways but yeah, um, Hitori Bochi, very funny. Uh, Senryu Girl, this was the show that Spencer told me about. It's about the girl oh, who only the- speaks in haikus. Oh, this one. I've heard good things uh, about It's this. very cute. Uh, this show, this season is like prime slice of life romance season. Because You mean it's a Josh, it's a Josh season? It's a Josh season. It is extremely a Josh season. <laughs> But this show, this show is very cute. It's a, it's only short, so it's like ten minutes an episode, so it's very easy to watch. It's uh-huh. just real cute, and that's all I really have to say about it. It's just character chemistry is great, writing is good. It's just good all around. It's like it's like how do you call how do you find Josh in a lost crowd? Spring twenty nineteen. Just throw Gigak at him. <laughs> Whenever he puts out his spring video, just throw that in the crowd. Kai, is that you? No. Uh, well, let's move on. Um, we never learned. This was the show that I wasn't sure if I was going to end up watching, and then I watched the first episode. I'm like, you know what? Pretty good. That's all <laughs> you know, I really it, have to say about it. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Uh, I've heard good things about yeah. the first episode for this. It's um. <laughs> It's very. I know it has. I know it has etchy stuff later on, but not much of it. Naughty? Yeah, that's what's. Uh, that's what's scaring me. Uh, there's but... a. There's a little bit of it. I like. I've read, seen some stuff in the manga, and there's a little bit of it. Not much. It's not the focus though. Like it's lit, like burst. It's like small. Burst. Did someone say etchy? Go away, Josh. <laughs> Stop being horny it's like, on main. It's like, how do I describe it? It's like the same amount of etchy you would see in like, like a more like raunchy shonen battle shonen. Yeah, all right. Pretty much. So not we, much. Not much. We, what one are we talking about? Not uh, like not high school learned. DD levels. We never. Learned. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not not high school DD levels, but like like no nothing. Levels. We're talking like what? But then again, like it's like it like. Like the more raunchy show, like like okay, yeah. 
it's like a beat like the like the oh, like the type of fan service you would see like if it was like a beach episode of like Bleach or Naruto or something. Yeah, or like fa- or fairy. T- I think fairy tale is actually an easy better example for that to be honest. But a so, lot like, tamer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was pretty good. I'll continue to watch it because the writing was actually pretty solid, and I like yeah. the characters. So I th- I think that's what's gonna save it for you is that the characters are quite I've heard characters are quite very very good in this. So. Yeah. Um, and then the last two shows I want to talk about are, are the big ones. Um, Demon Slayer, uh, Kimetsu oh. no Yaiba. Oh, which um, my you, eyes. You can't see it, but uh, on the Discord, uh, that's my theme right now. This is his shonen of the season. This, this is, is his shonen. This is very, oh, yeah. very good shit. Oh yeah. This is like, if it keeps up the quality, which I I have faith that well, it it's affordable. It's going to yeah, it could be a high contender for anime of the year. It's up there because that first episode it's... was freaking great. I watched it like three times too. <laughs> like how it's it's that good? Huh? Yeah, everything is on point. It's got really good. Direction, great animation. It falls into a couple of standard shonen traps like uh, over exposition and a lot of narration. Um, but you know what? I can't hold it against that because it is a shonen. Most of them are like that, and a lot of them still end up being really good despite that. So, yeah. It has dead eyed characters. Their fucking eyes make them look like zombies. There's just All like soulless it- eyes. All I know is that someone described it as like, this is a shonen, but if it had the violence of Berserk, <laughs> and it's like, ooh, <laughs> ooh. I mean, based on the first episode, we have to see more, because it's relatively tame for this kind of thing, even though you see, you know, an entire family slaughtered. But, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it'll get to that level later on, but uh, in terms of just the first episode, not a whole lot of that. Uh, with that being said, though, this show's fucking great, and you should be watching it. I was gonna say, it fucking looks gorgeous, dude. Oh, the, uh, it's it's early contender for art of the year for me, because the art style is my kind of yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, like, it, I love this kind of super hyper-stylized art, and this is giving it to me in, in buckles. So yeah, that's all I have to say about that, you should be watching this show. Uh, and then the show of the season, show of the year, probably, Sarazanmai. That's all I have to say about that. Let's move on. Sarazanmai. Let's move Shane on. Has gone into, Shane has gone into his Twitter about how it's the best show he's ever seen, I'm possibly. Go- <laughs> I'm going to keep it brief, uh, because if I go all out, we'll be here, like, all day. Um, best show of the season. Potentially best show of the year. Best direction of the year so far. Uh, best animation. <laughs> Best music, best opening, best ending, like, everything about this show is freaking amazing. And I'm going to put this in extreme layman's terms. If you liked Fully Cool, you need to watch this. So, Josh, you should watch this show if you liked Fully Cool. Right. I'll try it. Because, yeah, fuck. to put it into perspective, this show gave me the exact same feelings I had when I watched Fully Cooly for the first time. It's that kind of show. It's super artsy, super out there. It'll probably make you go, what the fuck, at least three times. (laughs) But I 
I'm in love with it, dude. It's so fucking good. <laughs> it's so good. This is your first Ikuhara, too. Uh, this is your first no. Ikuhara, considering... Imagine his other stuff now. Yeah. Like, this is the first uh, true Ikuhara show that I've watched. Because uh-huh. he wasn't, he wasn't like, the, the primary director on uh, Review. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, he didn't even work on review. It was just one of his. Uh... It was one of his. Like, under- uh... right? Yeah, review kind. Of, I think prepped you for this because review is like Ikuhara light. This makes this makes review look like just like your standard generic anime by comparison. <laughs> Damn. And honestly, just based on that first episode, it makes Fooly Cooly look a bit tame. Damn. So it's so really fucking high praise. That's some high praise there. It is yeah. super out there, but I love it. Um, right. Easily best show of the season so far. And so going to be eleven episodes too. So Ooh. yeah, so it's gonna it's gonna be a, a nice quick watch. I I uh, want it. I want more now, please. All right. So I think that I think we're both done talking about simulcast. I think that's a. Uh, there's still stuff that needs to air. I know Bungo started back up today. Yep. Uh, Oh, actually, I uh, watched uh, I watched the first episode of Bungo. Very good. Uh, pretty much, if I'm the only one here who has watched Bungo, so yeah. if Spencer was here, he'd be going off. Uh, it's yeah. more Bungo. It's great. I love it. They're doing something very similar to what they did in season two, where it doesn't follow it. It doesn't follow directly after the end of the previous season. It starts in the past to tell a prequel story that will then lead into the events happening in the present. And I like if that. Spencer was here. If Spencer was here, we get a full episode review. Yeah, full episode reviews with Spencer. Bungo straight Anal- out. An analysis describing uh, the entire the entirety of each character motivation. Yeah. The, and the, he'd, he'd probably he'd probably display his thesis on the morality of Dazai. <laughs> uh, fucking is Dazai? Dazai did nothing wrong, according to Spencer. Dazai didn't do anything wrong. Uh, good old Spencer. Uh, but uh, no, but um, but that's pretty much it. That, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. We still got stuff airing. Attack on Titan doesn't air for like another two weeks. Attack uh, on Titan doesn't air until the end of the month. So uh, because it's only ten episodes, so uh, fucking uh, which means and which means for dub we're not gonna get it till like the end of May. Yeah, we're so, not like, gonna get it until like June. So <laughs> so, so like because tsunami. Um, uh, but Rip. we'll get but we'll uh. Uh, in any case, I think we're pretty much good. So let's move on to some news. Um, oh, to some I like news. news. Let's move on to some news. Uh, we don't have much, but let's talk about some of the stuff. Uh, the first announcement, the first uh, first piece of news is that we are getting more one. Uh, we are getting more Mob Psycho, not One Punch. We all have more One Punch. Uh, we're getting. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, we're getting more Mob again. Yeah, yeet. Uh, there's a um, there's an o- uh, uh, one is actually writing is going to be helping write a new OVA for Ooh. Pop Psycho, uh, and it's going to uh, now the, I only I found this funny because this news came on April Fool's Day in Japan, and they had to clarify that this was not an April this, Fool's. This ain't joke. a joke. This is actually happening. They literally had to put a disclaimer in the video. <laughs> this uh, is actually happening. Like no, this is a, not an April Fool's joke. Because um, I, I forget what Bones' April Fool's joke. I think Bones' April Fool's joke was that they were making like a spinoff of like FMA with like fucking with like fucking Hughes's daughter or something like that. Uh, I think the worst joke. I think the worst one for me was the fucking Mirror Camp and um, 
A place further crossover? Yeah, that one was mean. That was, was just mean. I was so excited. I was like, oh my god, it's happening. And then you saw the date. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. My disappointment is innumerable. My day is ruined. My day just started. It's already gone to shit. <laughs> fucking, um, fucking, um, but yeah, there's going to be an OVA for it. They haven't revealed what it's going to be about, but it's going to be an original story mm-hmm. uh, that's uh, that's uh, that's apparently canon according to one, um, okay. and it will be directed by. And the entire staff is returning for this. Uh, it it will be an o- and since there's an OVA and it's written by one, expect that it's probably going to be one after this. Yeah. All I heard was Joss's heavy breathing coming from. Yeah, what the hell's going on with oh. you? Sorry, I was so uh, getting a drink from my fridge. Also, your mic is, like, really loud and staticky all of a sudden. Calm your shit. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, uh, Mob Psycho is getting more, um, it's getting more, um, it's getting more anime. Uh, speaking of, uh, stuff that's more, but, uh, not anime, we have a lot of live-action news this week. Which means Uh, we can skip it, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, give me technically, we can technically, but I'm not going to. Um, mm. So we know we've known for uh, a, a fucking once again. It appears the live action Akira continues to haunt us because it this we, we keep getting news about this fucking thing. Um, Isn't it happening again? Uh, again, apparently it's happening again. Um, again, um, and. Apparently, because uh, Warner Brothers apparently Warner Brothers has to shoot this thing within the year, or they lose the rights to Akira. So, so they have to have it basically in post production by the end of 2019. They, they have to have it in production. Oh dear! So they have to have it in post production by the by 2020. Uh, and the, and apparently, so apparently, what they're gonna do is they're gonna shoot it in Cal. So pretty much. That, you know that Americanized script that was rolling around for Akira a while back, but they decided not to do it because mm-hmm. they wanted to, like, you know, actually do it right? Well, they yeah. have to do it in 180 days, so they're going to do that anyways because they just need to make the movie or they lose the rights oh, to this fucking no. thing. So it's going to be rushed. Uh, I don't know. All we know is that Taika Waititi is confirmed directing this. Uh, Taika Waititi is actually directing this. Now, see, that's, that's a saving grace. Because even if it's a rush job, it could end up being decent. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, they 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 released some new plot details um, about it. Um, for one, the characters are staying Asian or Asian American. Good. So even though it will be it will be set in Neo Manhattan, not Neo Tokyo, but we'll still have a mostly Japanese or Asian American cast. Okay. Um, and the the only American character that's turning being turned American is the Colonel. Makes uh, sense. Makes sense. Again, again, it's yeah. So again, makes sense. But there's been some major changes made to the storyline of this, um, and I'm talking like pretty big changes. For one, uh, the ga- uh, for uh, Canada's no longer a gang leader. Um, he's a shady bar owner. Okay. He's a lot. He's not a teenager in this either. I think. Okay. I think he's. I don't know if he's a teenager. I think he's. I, he's either like an old. He's either. He's older in this version. He's not like sixteen. I think he's like eighteen or nineteen in this version. Yeah, he so he's a little older. Are. Yeah, he's a little older. Uh, Tetros is brother in this version. Um, Tetros is brother. 
um, and his brother gets and so uh, just was and and K has been renamed as Kylie in this version. Um, as, as uh, Kylie in this, Ky- outside of that, pretty much the plot is the same. Uh, you pretty much the plot is the same, and. If you guys have, if you know the original Akira, spoilers for Akira, thirty-year-old movie. Yeah. Um, uh, you know that Akira is dead in the film. Akira has has been like dissected and like chopped yeah. up and like studied. Well, in the original manga, you know that's not true. In the original manga, Akira is actually alive and well, was just as cryostasis, and Tetsuro brings him back, and all shit goes to hell. Um. They're following that version, so there's that. So ironically, even though there's going to be changes to the source material, this will ironically be closer to the original source material than the animated film was, which I find very, very funny. Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah, that's really weird. I the here's the thing: Taika Waititi directing this actually like gets my hopes up. Like, I don't, ca- I don't really care about the changes to the source material too much. Mm-hmm. I I don't really care as long as they keep the tone. Yeah. The, the the themes of Akita intact, of the like nuclear paranoia, the uh social unrest, the rebellion and all that yeah. stuff. Keep that in there. And Taiko and Taiko Atiti is such a good director that I think he can keep that. Like I've never seen a movie of his that I've hated. I've yeah. loved every single one of his films. So like I'm very, very excited to see I'm very excited to see what he does. That being said, is that my only thing is that they're going to rush it because yeah, they're probably going to rush it. They need to film this within 180 days, or they lose the tax. They not only lose the tax credit for California to shoot it there, but they also lose the um, but they also lose the rights entirely to Akira, uh, which means after that so, they won't be able to make it. Yeah. yeah, and it's Warner Brothers too. So it's a and Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio will be producing this um, because apparently okay. he's a huge fan of the manga. So. Um, that, mm, that's okay. Lead on. Who knows? Uh, it would, the more you realize, the more you realize that bunch of fucking weaves. Uh, yeah, celebrities are just a bunch of fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Uh, did y'all uh, fucking? You know that fucking. Uh, fucking. Uh, uh, like Vin Diesel's a GM for D and D. Seriously. All right. Yeah, fucking, all right. All right let's Diesel. move on. <clears throat> all right. So. Oh, uh, God. Speaking of live action stuff, this is the this one I'm more excited about, and that's the Cowboy Bebop stuff. Yes, uh, actually, yes. Uh, they released the cast for they they casted most of the be- the most of the Bebop. The only person they did not cast was Ed because they're still looking for uh, for an actor. Um, but uh, they revealed the cast. Uh, the big one is the guy they got to play Spike. Um, Shane, I'm pretty sure you saw who they got to play Spike. Uh, they got John Cho to yeah. play Spike, uh, mm-hmm. who uh, who uh, I want to say right now, great fucking choice. Uh, yeah, absolutely amazing choice. Um, I am very very happy with what they got. Uh, the rest of the cast is pretty much, bu- and the rest of the, the pretty much the cast is pretty great. They confirmed that the they also confirmed the length of it. It's going to be ten episodes, mm-hmm. um, and it will be and uh, and they've classified it that it's going and they classified it as as a as a dramatic series. So it's so it's going to be so they're taking this very so which in television terms means that this is going to be prestige television, like top tier, big budget HBO style television, mm-hmm. which Good. is. 
which is pretty much which means that they're taking this very very seriously which um, uh, that makes me happy man yeah yeah it makes me very happy um look i've always said bebop is like one of the few anime that i feel like could be a live action show uh very very easily and the you know what they're doing they're doing it good they're doing it justice uh fucking i'm very and i'm very quite excited uh and the person who's directing the uh first two episodes his name is alex garcia lopez and he is best known for directing the the pilot episode for daredevil um uh and and he also directed that episode of daredevil that had the hallway fight Oh shit! Okay. Uh, he also did episodes of Utopia, which is a great show that he, everyone should watch, and no one has saw watch, which pisses me off. He, and he's also direct. He's also the showrunner for the upcoming Witcher show for Netflix. Okay. So he's so he's got some pedigree. Um, he's got some pedigree. Uh, so yeah, that's happening, and I'm very very excited to see what they come next. I'm pretty sure we'll probably get like this. Probably gonna be filming later this year. Probably get a. It'll probably come out later next. It's probably coming next year. It's coming next year. Yeah, I think they already yeah. confirmed it for 2020. Actually, uh, I don't. They, they has no. There's not confirmed for. Tw- but I'm just guessing 2020. To be honest, from what, it, yeah, from how sense. fast it, from how fast announcements are coming out, it's probably 2020. Uh, speaking of stuff that's uh, speaking of announcements that I didn't expect, uh, Seven Deadly Sins. Um, yeah, yeah, what the heck's up with this shit? <clears throat> Sins, uh, as we know, as we know, the manga is wrapping up very very. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because of that, uh, well, obviously, there's going to be a new anime coming for it. Um, the Seven Deadly Sins uh, is coming back for a third and final and confirmed final season. So this is going to cover everything up then. Yeah, it will be Sweet. called. It's going to be called Seven Deadly Sins: Wrath of the Gods. Um, uh, but there's the big news is that they're changing studios. Uh, A1 is no longer going to be doing this. It's going to be Studio D. Um, you know what? I'm fine with that. It's going to be Studio Dean with a brand new director, uh, Susumu Nishizawa, um, who worked, who has worked on Seven Deadly Sins before. He did. He was, he was the storyboarding guy for Revival of the Commandments. Okay. Um, and he uh, and, and this is not surprising considering that every single installment of Seven Deadly Sins has had a new director on it. So this is, and there will be a new writer. the The new writer is Rintaro Ikara, who has never worked on Seven Deadly. So he's a new guy. They bring, new guy to bring in. Um, I think you know. I think with the director, it should be fine. Yeah, especially if he's already, especially if he's already worked on Seven Deadly Sins before, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. In yeah, in fact, this is the only thing that worries me. In fact, the the uh, in fact, while there was some staff similarities between the first two seasons and Signs of Holy War in the movie, this season will have a completely new staff. Uh, entirely. Mm. Um, the only people returning from the previous season are the composers. Uh, Hiroyuki Sawano. Uh, Kota Yamato and Takabu Fumi Yana. They're the only people returning from the previous seasons and they're composing the new music for the season. Um, the entire cast is also returning. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, so, yeah, so outside of that, uh, it's pretty much... Uh, uh, it's pre- uh, But outside of that, it's going to be a mostly new staff. However... Uh, however, uh, from what I from what I understand, it's going from what I understand, it's going to since Studio Dean doesn't have much much plate this year, it's all hands on deck for Dean with this. So sweet. Uh, I mean, so I was kind of skeptical when I heard that at first, but if it's Konosuba levels of quality, then it sh- it should be 
more than fine. it should be fine. I have, I yeah. have this is this is not a JC staff situation. No, this is uh, Studio Dean who's done a lot of good shit. This is this is Studio Dean, and you know, and and uh, now if you're wondering why this happened, it's probably because for what I this is from what I've it won. It's it's Kondansha again. Um, um, Kondansha. It's Kadansha again. Um, but also, apparently, from what I've read, season two of Seven Daily Sins was a fucking mess of production problems, and the dire- it was an untrained director who had no idea what he was doing. Um, and Ooh. apparently, they went they went like a million dollars over budget. Ooh, um, ouch! Uh, and so it was pretty bad. Um, so they, I think this is, I think this is a quality control thing. I think this is like a, a contain the source, like. Yeah, that's a big no-no. Uh, fucking, um, outside of that, but, but this will be the final season of Seven Deadly Sins. So if you're a fan of Seven Deadly Sins, this is definitely, you need to watch this. Um, if you want to see the wrap up to the story with your favorite characters. Yeah, my, my question is, will the manga be over before this airs and will it cover the end? Uh, the yes, it will. Yes. Well, the manga is got like a couple weeks left and okay. at the most. Uh, so like it's in the epilogue right now. So, so more than likely the manga will be completely complete. It will be completely done by the time this airs, which means that they can follow the manga to its completion. Um, cool. Think about how rare an anime can follow this manga to its completion. Yeah, that doesn't happen very often, does it? Nope. Uh, but uh, with that, uh, let's move on to a final news story. And now we finally got a trailer for One Piece Stampede. Yes. Uh, it looks yeah, good. like One Piece. <laughs> it looks like One Piece. Uh, and it's got 38 returning characters in the film. Um, like literally uh, like everyone is coming back <laughs> all, damn. The all, ones. The straw, all the straw hats all three major admirals uh all not, all the supernovas um all uh crocodile is there for some fucking reason blackbeard is in it uh fucking uh and that's not including all the new characters they're introducing because they have like fucking like 10 new characters as well showing up this is going to be uh, this is a, from what I understand, this is an anniversary film. So this is all, all I know is an anniversary film, and there's going to be a film original character. His name is Douglas Bullet, um, uh, and he's a former reg- uh, member of uh, Goldie Rogers Crew. Oh, oh. okay. And he is a promoter for the P- Pirates World's Fair, which is a festival by pirates for pirates. Um, cool. Uh, other cast members include. Uh, and there's other other new characters include uh, Brina Festa, who uh, Brina Festa, who is one of uh, Douglas Bolas's crew. You have a new character named Anne, who has like fucking fluffy ass green hair, um, and a guy whose name is Donald Moderate, who literally looks like Trump. So I'm pretty, oh. sure, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure they have a Trump character in this. Awesome, because uh, that's what I would need in my One Piece. Yes. <laughs> Keep in mind that uh, Oda was not involved with this film in particular, unlike the previous ones, because apparently he didn't like the story for this, so he dropped out and then did it anyways. He didn't like he didn't like it because they don't he doesn't, uh, want them, he doesn't like them touching Goldie Roger stuff in other materials. So he just he respectfully bows out of whenever they want to touch Goldie Roger's like stuff because he feels like it removes the mystery of Goldie Roger and stuff. He doesn't like it. Yeah. Okay. That makes so, sense. 
Fair yeah, I thought so. he just dipped out because it was like bad. No, 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 no. He he contributed some character designs. He contributed the character design to Douglas Bullet. So he uh, he still worked on it. He just didn't write the story for it. So it's kind of like a pre-super DBZ movie situation where Toriyama just yeah. supplied character yeah. designs, but he wasn't involved in any of it. Yeah, it was like yeah. A, it's also it's also like pre-One Piece Strong World. They used to do this with all the One Piece films, pre-Strong World, and then Strong World Z. And gold happened, which were all co-written by Ovitten or co-written by Oda, and then Stampede. Ha- and now Stampede is like the first one since then that Oda's not involved in. Uh, you can tell because unlike the other one, this one's called One Piece Stampede and not One Piece Film. One Piece Films are there to designate the ones that Oda works on. Um, okay. Well, this one's just called One Piece Stampede. There's no like One Piece Film in the title, so like this is a completely set separate thing entirely also the art style is a little different from the uh, from the oda films it's a little bit more scratchy it's a little bit more um it's a little bit more old school one piece yeah it's, yeah. it's got um, that it's got that new line filter that toei has been using with the yeah it looks it looks a lot like it looks like broly actually in terms of its line filters yeah actually, a lot of people were like oh is that shintani it's like no it's just the it's just the new filter that toei is using i'm pretty sure they saw the success of broly and was like you know what let's do it for everything uh, I don't mind. Um, but uh, yeah, makes sense. And yeah, so One Piece Stampede is coming out this year, which means that we're probably gonna get it later this year too. Uh, gap of the movies, One Piece Stampede. Let's go. Um, uh, and with that, let's move on to. I want to talk about fucking um the anime sales chart for a second because I've read because uh, some more shows from last season have come out on like Blu-ray and stuff and I'm very confused as to what the hell Japan's smoking right now oh no because uh, um, <coughs> alright so here's some here's some stuff I read up uh, so Boogie Pop mega bombed um, you know what that doesn't surprise me Boogie Pop yeah. bombed but guess what did bomb and I'm very upset about it hmm Promise Neverland. Really? Promise Never seven hundred Blu-rays. That's it. It did are, not do very well at all. Are, um, are the Japanese stupid? <laughs> I mean, like, do we even have to ask? No, no. You know, that's an easy answer. Uh, the, 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 it bombed. It, 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 it. Thankfully, it was saved by really good DVD sales. Uh, like we're talking like damn great DVD sales. Okay, so, that's good. Uh, so and keep in mind that it's it, so like it's been out for a little bit. Um, so like it's still it's just been it's been an absolute mess uh, so far for it. And I it kind of it's been a it's been a shame that it has not been doing yeah uh, as well as it should. And they just announced a season two, so that might sting. It's yeah, like that's not. Mm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, not good. Uh, Endro did better than it. That should tell you everything you need oh, to know. Oh, fuck off, Japan. Endro sold 1,335. Uh, Girly Air Force also bombed. Um, you know what? Relatable. Not surprised. That, not surprised. Uh, Mob Psycho did very pretty well, though. I think uh, six, uh, 1,600 on its first week, uh, which is very impressive. And around the and keep in mind that the original Mob Psycho, throughout its, for its average for its final run, was around 4,000. So this is pretty much in line with Bob Psycho's previous performance. So good, good. Nothing, nothing's changed there. I think the most surprising performance of the season has been Mono Nikin, actually. Did it, Mono do, Nikin, like, did it blow up? Uh, okay, the original season, the original's first season, in total, its average was 1,400. So respectable. Not great, but yeah, respectable. That's pretty, pretty in good. In its first week, in this first week, this did 2,000. 
uh, it, huh. blew, it, 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 it actually gained fans over the course of the second season. That's really So, weird. which means it's doing it's, – it's the rare season that does better than the first season, which means that we are – which means that we're probably going to get a third season of this very soon. That's, Probably good. that's really weird because as someone who did watch the entirety of season two as it was airing, it's just really more of the same, to be honest. I think I think that's probably why it's still doing better because now it has it has a it has a consistent fan base now, and now it just has more people like getting into it. I think I think that's probably what it is. But uh, the two big surprises for me were there were, were the first one was Kaguya-sama, which is around five thousand copies right now. Yeah, you know what? I expected that. Kaguya-sama's exploding, but not exploding as much as this show. All right, did any of you watch Manaria Friends last season? What? Manaria Friends for last season. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, okay, Manaria. Okay, so you know that Shigeki no Bahamut show that came out last season? Uh-huh. Um, Manaria Friends. Um, uh, it was a shorter show that came out last season. You buy it. Um, it was that show that was delayed uh, for quite a while, and then finally aired last season. You probably look it up. You go look it up on Mal. Um, it's on there. Uh, this show. How much do you think it sold? Ten thousand. A lot. More than more than that. Twenty thousand. Sixteen thousand. First okay. volume. Sixteen thousand. Okay. Uh, fuck it. Um. If- Overflow, fucking average. Its average right now is fifteen thousand. Um, and keep in mind that this is a Sageki no Bahamut show, and the other ones have barely crossed three thousand. So this one, what the hell happened in Japan? Exploded because it's a bunch of cute girls in it. Um, oh yeah, you know what? yeah. All right, I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, that's Japan for you. But and, up, and, up, but and I'm just looking at this now because I'm just looking at the sales charts. Uh, uh, quintuplets sold like eight thousand. What the? Ooh, it's because Japan likes their redheads. I mean, I like my redheads too. I'm it's because Japan, I, I, listen, it's just it's because Japan's horny on Maine. Yeah, stop being horny on Maine, Japan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Wiz still bombs. Um, <laughs> you didn't even have to mention that. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Right. Who would have guessed? <clears throat> fucking, um, fucking, uh, fucking, uh. So, yeah, now you know that Japan is dumb. All right, so let's, uh, J- let's move Japan on. horny as fuck. Japan is very horny. And I think we move on, anime of the podcast. Ooh. Uh, now, this is, uh, 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 we got this show via randomizer last time. Uh,. I think we can say it was our best randomizer. No. Uh, what, what, what? You still think Poco? Beat, we got we got Bebop via randomizer, dude. Okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> we got yeah, we got Bebop. Bebop was the randomizer. The first random. <sighs> literally, it's just literally just been downhill from there. To be completely honest with you. Um, but uh, today we're gonna be covering the uh the sli- the com the comedic slice of life shonen called Silver Spoon. Uh, now Silver Spoon. Yeah, yeah. Silver Spoon has two seasons, so we cover both seasons. Uh, season one is directed by Tomohiko Ito and written by Taku Kishimoto from Studio A One Pictures, and aired for eleven episodes from July eleventh, twenty thirteen, to December nineteenth, September nineteenth, twenty thirteen, and it's currently licensed by Anyplex of America, and you can watch it on Crunchyroll mm-hmm. uh, if you so desire in the links below. And season two 
was directed by Katomi Bie and also written by Taku Kishimoto from Studio A1 Pictures, aired for another 11 episodes from January 9th, 2014 to March 27th, 2014, and it is also licensed by Anyplex of America. Now, so we're going to do it like we do with both seasons. We're going to split this into two sections. We're going to talk about season one in one section and season two in another section because uh, we have very different thoughts on both seasons, I think. At least Shane does. Uh, let's talk about... So let's talk about... The first season, some basic premise of Silver Spoon follows a man named, uh, follows a uh, a student named Yugo Hachiken, who fails a lot of the entrance exams for the high school he plans to attend. So he decides he's going to go to an agricultural high school. Uh, at least he initially assumes as an easy way to coast through high school and then get to whatever university he wants to go to. However, as he soon learns, it's not all what he seems. Uh, it's all, uh, he, uh, he finds himself as a fish out of water in the countryside uh, as he deals with his new situation as well. Just worrying about what he wants to do in the future and dealing with his overbearing family constantly uh, in the back of his mind telling him you can do better. You can you just stop failing. Uh, Josh, what do you think of Silver Spoon? Yeah, let's get Josh out of the way because he probably <laughs> has the, the, the kindest words. Silver Spoon was good. Um, it, for me, it was very relatable since I did grow up on a farm for seven years. Mm-hmm. So a lot of this stuff was relatable to me. I thought <clears throat> it was really good. It was a little slow. Uh, it was a little slow paced, especially compared to its brother season. Mm-hmm. But I think animation wise, uh, music wise, art style, and everything, it was very well done. All the characters felt very compelling and very real I, I just enjoyed it it was very well done i a man of few words i am you know i have to agree words. with you son because i'm also a man of few words in this situation all right uh shane what do you think of silver spoon i have i'm gonna put this out there i really like the show it did a lot of great things uh it's very well produced writing is great the character relationships are the best part of the show in terms of over in terms of like long lasting opinion, I have very baseline feelings. Like I really like the show. I still gave it a very high grade. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't think I'm going to remember it that fondly come like next year. Like it did this doesn't strike me as like a, a long lasting show that's just like etched into my memory. Like it's a good show and it was a good watch and I liked it very much. Uh but yeah, it, it it just seems very standard to me. And this sounds very negative. It sounds more negative than I wanted to because I still did really like it. But I just don't have many complicated or complex feelings about this show. I think it's hard to have a complicate, complicated feelings about the show where the show itself is not that complicated of a, of a show. Yeah. And it's And I... I'd, for what I and as a, as especially for like as a standalone thing, I really love this. Uh, I think I really loved it. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that something about it reminded me of. I mean, it's obvious Arakawa worked on this because something about it reminded me of like the more comedic sections of Fullmetal Alchemist, mm-hmm. like a lot. And it's it probably is because as Shane described it, it's pretty much what if Fullmetal Alchemist was had no alchemy was in Risen Bull and it was about fucking Ed being an idiot. And they there you go. That's pretty much exactly what Silver there Spoon we go. is. That's, and yeah, it's, pretty much. 
if, if that sells you on the if that sells you, then watch this show right away because that's the best like thing I can describe it. I really like this show. Uh, pretty much from pretty much from basically every perspective, uh, with the exception of one thing, and we'll get into it later. But it's a weird thing for a slice of life that I'll that I'm gonna bring in to, bring in uh, to talk about, especially in the first season that I'll mention. That like I uh, first season is that uh, is that I'll mention it more in the in the criticism section. But I think for a slice of life, it doesn't take a break. Uh, it, it it doesn't sit down and like allow you to just enjoy the moment. It's really fast. This is a really fast fucking show, just in terms of pacing. Yeah. And it, it it you're just kind of like uh, by the end of it, you're kind of like you do. It's like it, it's really fucking. It's so I'm. It's more of a comedy to be honest than a slice of life. I'm gonna be completely honest. Uh, yeah, like it focuses uh, a lot more on the comedic elements than most yeah. of these sh- kind of shows do. Yeah, it really does. Uh, comedy's very good, though. This is a very funny Oh, yeah. I, I think... Uh, we'll fucking need to make it clear that this show was fucking hilarious. Uh, if you're looking for a really funny comedy, this is definitely... Actually, what this is a great one to pick up. Um, anyways, let's get into more detail. Uh, Shane, what was your favorite episode of, the sh- of season one? I, I'm pretty sure... Unless Josh is the wild card, I'm pretty sure we all have the same episode. Uh, it's episode ten. What favorite episode? Oh, mine was episode four. Episode four. Oh, you that, know what? Oh. That was my that was my runner up. Actually. You know what? Let's go with let's go talk about episode four for a second. Josh, why okay. is episode four? Hotchkin bakes pizza. Makes your pizza. favorite episode. Hotchkin bakes episode four. I feel like the, was the is stepping stone for Hotchkin as a character. Mm-hmm. in this show because before this he was kind of just like mm, I don't know how I feel about this school yeah. I mean like it's I'd and all he was, but then, yeah, he was just flying by the seat of his pants yes and then he starts cleaning up the school with everyone else and he finds a pizza oven and then he's like he's like eh, you know what all his friends are like you know you should make a pizza and then he's like you know what I'm gonna make a pizza and then he really <laughs> He realizes that the friends he has there are more important than anything else, and he realizes that he's actually there to have a good time. And it introduces like six dozen pizzas. It also <laughs> introduces one of my favorite characters, which oh, we'll get into later. All right, yeah. But um, it's just—it's a really, really good episode that just like sells home the fact that he does belong there and that his friends are very important. You know what? That was my runner-up. Um, but my favorite episode, and I assume Matt's favorite episode, is episode 10. Ah, uh, yeah, episode 10 is my favorite. Hachiken this says is... goodbye to Pork Bowl. This episode made me cry. Made me uh, like cry, a dude. fucking little bitch. <laughs> like, it was a very sad episode, I will agree with that. The thing I like about this episode the most is that the entire season has been building up to this moment. Like, literally yeah. every aspect of the season up until this point has been building up to this moment when Hachiken has to let go of Pork Bowl. And, god damn it, it's fucking sad. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sad. It is, but it, you know what? It also is very, it feels very deserving. Like, well, yeah, it, it's, it, it, it's it, like, it was built up really well. It's like the defining moment for Hachiken as a character, because after this point, he finally realizes that he's grown up a little, he's become more mature, and he can start mm-hmm. to take the more... 
the the harder choices more seriously. And it, and it throws a bit of a curveball at you too, because he's like, "I'm going to buy the pig." Yeah. And then you're like, you're like, "Oh no, Hodgkin!" But he's like, "I want to buy the meat." And it's like, "Oh, he realizes that I want to eat pork bowl." Yeah, yeah, and, and then and then he, and who knew that eating bacon would be the most emotionally crushing thing? Yeah. Who who knew that I've just a, a, a bunch of people eating bacon would be I so emotionally resonant? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. I mean, here's the, th- here's the thing. I don't do well with animal slaughter or animal death, like, at all. The slaughterhouse uh, scene got me, dude. Just a yeah, little. No, I, I have. I, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't do well with it. And then th- having this, I, I, I knew about Silver Spoon's a little bit more a more graphic material going yeah. in. I knew that it was there, but, like, I did not expect him to go that hard mm-hmm. on it. So I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's the one-two punch of Hachiken sending Porkbowl off and, you know, coming to terms with that. And then immediately after, watching the video of the slaughterhouse. It's like, the fir- the first part, he makes his decision and he, he comes to terms with it and he's okay with it. And then he learns exactly what the consequences of that decision is. Yeah. And what happens. Yeah. And... And it doesn't beat you over the head with it, but it's like it's really powerful stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, I like what they did with the like. There's a character in this who wants to be a vet. Yeah. Uh, I- oh yeah. I, yeah. Ikoa. Yeah. Ikoa. Uh, his reaction to the slaughterhouse got me. I, I think that yeah. like that's that would that would have like, been me in that classroom. No word of a lie. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, and, and I and I do like the whole thing of like. Hachiken's like, I don't want to see this, but it's like, I feel like I have to. Yeah, I feel like I have to to fully understand my decision. Yeah. And like, that's a great moment of character growth. Yeah. And it's it's really, really good. That episode, episode 10 is just fantastic beginning to end. I think um, most of the, I think all the episodes were really just. Yeah, there's not a bad episode. Like, there's no bad episodes mm-hmm. in this show. Each episode's really damn great. Um, in, There's some the, that are clearly line. better than others, but Absolutely. they're all consistent level of quality. Yeah, yeah. Th- there was definitely a consistent, <laughs> consistent level of good. Gr- of I think good that's. I think show. that's one of the biggest things this show has going for it is it's very consistent. Mm-hmm. It's very consistently great, and I think that's pretty. I think that's definitely has something going for it. Uh, let's talk about characters. Oh, we all. Uh, who's the favorite? Who's the? Who's your favorite character from the first season of Silver Spoon? For me, it's it's actually the principal. You know what? I totally understand that. <laughs> the like, principal is fucking funny. I don't care. Right. I like the principal because he is so... He's the fucking sage, man. He's a sage. Can you please get me down like, to this haystack? He, ditches, <laughs> he, dishes, he dishes out some of the most useful advice that helps like the characters guide their way. Like, especially with Hachiken, like, that principle just, like, really helps him come to terms with everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. it's okay to run away if it means that you can live your life the way you want to. Like, yeah. Don't be ashamed of that. I'm like, I. That's a really powerful message. He's like, don't be ashamed of who you are, man. And, um, yeah, I, that, the principle's great. Uh, but my favorite character for season one is Hachiken. Yeah, easy, easy. easy. Um, this he's guy, like number two. He's number two, man. Hachikens are what a great protagonist. I oh yeah, him. one of the better ones that we've seen lately. Yeah, you what, know what? A fucking fantastic protagonist. He's, 
he's got the same thing that I have for Subaru. Yeah. He's relatable. Mm -hmm. Very he is relatable. relatable. Yeah. Uh, 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 yes, he's an idiot. Uh, and he, he and he the, the, show not, the show does not. Uh, the show does not hide the fact that this man is really stupid at times. Um, oh yeah. But like, I think what makes Hajiken such a great character is he's a very three-dimensional, complicated character. If there's yeah, something yeah. about if there's, if the show Silver Spoon itself is not complicated, Hachiken himself is complicated. He's a very complex, three-dimensional, relatable character with a lot of depth and a lot of emotions bottled up. And the show, re and the first season especially, really goes into Hajiken's own personal development as a, as a person, and it's great. I agree. You agree? Yeah, I'm yep. just stretching my legs. <laughs> uh, like the, um, okay, the thing about Hajiken that I like is, um, again, throughout the course of the season as he learns more and more things when he's hanging out and uh, as no he's not afraid to really express himself later on like he at first he is because he's like why the fuck am i here i don't want to be here who wants to be here fuck this shit <laughs> and then yeah. later on he, he he gets to he gets to know the people he gets to learn about agriculture and he starts to grow this like deep seated appreciation for it and that kind of like opens the door for him to truly express who he is and what he wants to do and it, it shows yeah. his more helpful kind-hearted nature and mm, of yeah. course he has his he has his conflictions about his parents and you know what he wants to do with his life but he's never he's never scared of talking about it yeah he's never he's never uh scared to discuss his himself with others he's very open about his emotions which well, is he, a great well, he isn't at first he's kind of bottled which up. you know what though it's a great it's a great contrast though to makage yeah yeah because agreed aki is a dense bitch <laughs> she's uh, adorable uh, she's lovable but she is She's uh, she's uh, Karasma's nickname, denser than dense. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, let's talk about least favorite though. With every favorite, must come a least favorite. There is always a least favorite. Now, Silver Spoon is one of those shows that I'd argue doesn't really have. I have an easy choice. Badly written characters, so like that's a the, it makes this harder. Uh, Here, I have my least favorite. Who is it? It's Hachiken's dad. Hachiken's dad. Oh boy, I, cut. I would agree with you if. It wasn't for the fact that he's more prominent in the second season than the first. Yeah, you know what? No, I really, I have no one else I hate. So, uh, fucking, like all uh, the characters are just really well made. Fucking, uh, 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 fucking Shane. Who's your least favorite? I don't. Hmm. This was this was hard because again, there's not really any characters I despise. Um, yeah. That being said, my least favorite character is Tamako because fuck her. <laughs> Tamako? She a bitch. Um, who is Tamako? Uh, Tamako. Oh, is oh yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. She Tamako is my least. Tamako is my least favorite by default. I don't. But think here's she's a bad problem. Favorite. She's a realist. Yeah, she's too. I feel, I feel like they, she's my least favorite by default. So put like that in dis like an asterisk by default because I don't really, I couldn't really think of one. So I just defaulted mm -hmm. to her. I picked her because she's kind of a bitch. 
the problem is she's written to be the realist of the yeah, group which of course mm-hmm. is gonna make her is, uh yeah a bitch but <laughs> yeah and and a fucking uh i hate because i i say by default because on because here's the thing in the show house itself i think tomiko's actually pretty funny so i can't oh, yeah. I, she, she I has can't, a lot of great moments but yeah it's just the so underlying bitchiness. That I don't yeah, yeah, she's kind of there. She's there to play um, devil's advocate. Yeah, she's the devil's advocate character, and she's gonna. She wants to. She wants to uh, fucking uh, fucking. Uh, she she wants to fucking start a coup against her own parents. So <laughs> yeah, like she wants what's best for wants what's best for them to just like tell them the truth, but she is very bitchy about it. Yeah. Uh, with that being uh, okay, uh, but with that being said, let's talk about other stuff that's really good in this show, like the fucking animation. For some reason, oh yeah, why this show the, goes so hard with the animation, huh? Because uh, because there's some shots in this that are downright gorgeous, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and like when it really uh, this, wants to, the movement and the actual like fluidity of the animation is like top tier. Top tier. I yep. think a lot of it has to do with the director, which is uh, Tomohiko Ito, who is the director of SAO, at least the first two seasons of it. Um, and he also directed, um, he also directed, uh, uh, uh Erased. Um, and he worked on mm. uh, Blue Exorcist and Guilty Crown and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, he was also the assistant unit director on Shane Will Like This, Summer Wars. Um, okay. Um, so he, uh, so. Uh, so this guy knows his shit, um, and it, you can clearly tell. Uh, this and the animation in this is fucking great. A one once again with the unlimited pockets. Yeah, um, and it's good old A one. It's apparent from the very beginning, like that that mm. first scene where Hachigan does the mad dash to catch the calf, mm-hmm. and he's he just turns into like this smeary blob, and he's like thirty frames a second. I'm like, what the fuck. Am I watching the right show? <laughs> Turns, it's, 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 uh, yeah, let's talk about the comedy in this show. This is a, this is so, so this show is hilarious. This show is really funny. I I did not expect this show to be as funny as it was. I was expecting yeah. more kind of like a laid back kind of like drama. No, this is this shit's fucking funny. This shit's funny as hell, and I can't. This um, show does something that Full Metal does very well. Mm-hmm. It can switch tones extremely fast, but extremely well. It does, yeah. yeah like, it can it go from be... hilarious to fucking dramatic, man. Yeah, like, there's a good, who knew, good transition between... Who knew that cutting time. off a chicken's head would be the funniest fucking thing in the world? They just cut it off. The they do is cutting off a chicken's head and being like, here, you they, want this? They, they, they cut off a chicken's head, and there's just blood everywhere. And, then, like, the chicken's head's, like, blurred out because it's, you know, That's dead. what got me is that they and, fucking censor it. I'm like, They oh, censored God. it because, you know, it's a beheaded chicken. And then and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to cook this shit up for you. And then later on in the season, they fucking give him, like, fucking the chicken. They give him they the not no, no, Like, I, I was... I was not expecting that. I was just saying there. I see the chicken. It just casually just cuts its head off. And I was like, oh. Oh, oh. Yeah. and then and then he eats it, and he's like, "It's it's a delicious so chicken." Good. You know, I will I will admit, man, smoked chicken, fucking delicious. Speaking of food in this show, the fucking food in this show. This is food. Listen, this is food wars quality. I'm I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. Do not watch this show on an empty stomach. I I, I you will you will be hungry. Your computer. You will eat your computer. I almost uh, you did. Will wa- <laughs> 
<laughs> you will want to eat the screen because there's so much delicious looking food in here. The pizza episode in particular. Oh man, pizza, dude! Oh, <laughs> it looks so fucking delicious. Uh, just everything about the everything about the food in this show is great. I think it's set on a farm, so you would imagine that it would have good. Yeah, food. they got oh, have yeah. good food. If they grow it themselves, they, it's got to be quality. It's got to be damn good food. But holy shit, the food in this looks great. Makes me yeah. makes me want to go to the countryside, go get some fresh food, and oh. you know, we have a pizza shit, party in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Dude, they party outside in the field next to a fucking pizza oven, and they fucking have a good old time. It looked fun. I, I it wanted does. that party. I wanted to be at that party. Um, or, my, or fucking uh, Shane, anything else you want to mention about this show before we get into stuff we didn't like? I like it. Really, the, this show does comedy really well, but I think I like the more dramatic side of it. Yeah, more so than that. Because, especially when we get to season two, there's a lot of emphasis on character relationships, character building, really diving into who these people are and how they interact with one another. And I think that's the the strongest, the strongest part of the show is when they focus on that, which is why I actually like season two more than this one, um, Mm -hmm. because season two is basically all that. Um, But the show really does character drama exceptionally well. Animation's great. Can we talk about that bop of an ED, though? Oh, yeah. I love that ED, man. I have it on my phone downloaded because I love it. It's one of the best EDs I've seen in a fucking while. It's such Just, a good it's such a good song. It's a uh, fucking country song, dude, and it's so catchy. Mm-hmm. It is. I don't normally like country. Me I like either. this. So what was it about this that got me? Like, because it, I don't it know. Was, because they weren't talking about fucking tractors or some garbage like that. <laughs> well, it, it was, was also fucking... Japanese with no subs, so like. <laughs> no, no, I fucking fucking. If they were talking about fucking uh, because you, you know, uh, fucking uh, American um, American country, they talk about the tractor, they talk about the dog, they Gun. talk about the fucking. My wife dog. got fucked by my dog. <laughs> And then got ran over by the tractor. I <laughs> got ran over by the tractor. I lost my tractor, lost my wife, and I lost my dog. That's what it is. That, that, that's pretty much a fucking, uh, that's, that's, that's country in a nutshell. Uh, yep. Uh, sorry if you like country, but you're the worst kind of person. If you, um, like, country, yeah. if you like country, only listen to Johnny Cash, because that's like the only good country out there. Johnny Cash is good. Outside of that, no. Um, but, uh... Yeah, the, but that ED's a bop. The EOP's a bop, too. Um, the the, the EOP's e- good, but it's just not as good as the ending, dude. No, it's definitely not. Yeah, I no, would it's skip, not. Uh, like, I would, skip the op- I would skip the opening, but always watch the ending. Ex- I did e- the same thing. So, oh, I would, e- I would e- always so, skip the so first good. OP, but always watch the ED. Yep. Which was uh, actually it. reverse in Season 2. Weird thing. Yep. No, I always watch the ending for Season 2, because I loved it, because it's Goose oh, House. Well, Goose House, yeah. Yeah. Uh, fucking, I love the fucking, um, uh, but I love, uh, yeah, I love the ED. Let's talk about some stuff we didn't like, though. Uh, this show's too fast, uh, yeah. ironically. The show's way too fast. This show, um, it's, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like, it, it it operates on, like, a moment-to-moment basis, but there's no, like, interludes anywhere. It just goes literally moment-to-moment-to-moment. It's like, a, and now this, and this, and now this. And it's like, calm down, calm now they're down. They're making show. pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, calm down, show, calm down. Um, it's like, hey guys, do you remember this? Okay, we're done. 
the show doesn't slow down and like let you take in the scenery and the the uh, likable like the like the, just the, this the atmosphere. It it kind of like it does it, it. The only time it does it, it'll do it for like a bit and then be like, oh, and then something funny happens. And then, that's pretty much the show in a nutshell. Yeah. Um. Uh. And it works for what it is, but I feel I feel like that's a. Ito's directing though, because Ito is an action director first and foremost. He's a guy. He write. He does action shows, and he does. Uh, he also does like thrillers and stuff. So having him on Silver Spoon might have been a weird choice. Uh, yeah, cause... I mean, it, it it weirdly works with the actual content of the show because Hachiken is a fish out of water, kind of like mm-hmm. Ito was directing the show. Yeah, and it's very. It's, and he does comedy very well. Um, yes. And, uh, so like I think that so and it really works in that in that sense. But this show's way too fast. It needed to slow down. Thankfully, in season two, it does act. It slows slow way the fuck down in season two. Yeah, uh, it's so season two. Down. Season two took a lot of the problems with season one, and just kind of like we got you. Yeah, we got you. Anyways, final scores for season one. Let's give ready to get those out. Um, I'm going to stick with the nine out of ten for it. It's right, got its Josh, problems and it's fast, but it's still. It's consistent, dude. Mm-hmm. Shane, what's you gonna give it? I agree. Uh, very solid. Nine out of ten. I was gonna go with an eight originally, because again, even though I think the show does what it does very well, it didn't really leave any lasting impressions on me. And then the pork bowl episode happened, and I was like, "All right, that bumps it up. This is a nine. Now. Yeah, like, yeah. It, I'm gonna it, get. I'm also giving it a nine. I, re- I, I loved watching this show for sure. Mm-hmm. This is definitely a. Uh, fucking mm-hmm. this is definitely a show I really loved watching, and I really enjoy it quite a bit. Now let's move on to season two. Uh, season Ooh, uh, baby. Move on to season two. Season two takes place uh, really after the first season and follows the fall season. The uh, main, main, mainly the mainly focus of this the main focus of this season is is the fact that it uh, is is less focused on Hachikan but more focused on his two best friends, uh, two best friends Komamba and Mikage. Who both have their own personal stuff to deal with in this season in particular, uh, as uh, no, as uh, as exams come up and as uh, more competition, like the uh, more uh, equestrian stuff comes up and competitions, uh, festivals, all that fun stuff. Let's talk about. Let's talk about it. Uh, this season is really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, this season is real good. Oh uh, yeah. Shane, how how do you like this season, Shane? So, I watched season two immediately after I finished season one, and um, like I've said before already on this podcast, I like season two more. Uh, I think season two is uh, higher quality than season one, mainly because it slows things down and focuses more on the character drama. Because like I said, I think that's the strongest aspect of the series is when it focuses on its characters and the struggles that they're going through. And this season is basically just all that. Because it focuses on Aki and her sticking up to her family, how she doesn't want to take over the ranch, she wants to work with horses. The whole thing with Komaba and his family ranch shutting down and then Hachi yeah. just in the middle of all of that trying to trying to juggle all of these different problems while yeah. also they set like, it up in the first is. episode too yeah really, and the thing is by the way we don't know what's going on because everything is portrayed through hodgkin's eyes yeah so yeah. to him for now it's just like he doesn't know what's going on all he knows is that something's wrong yeah because yeah. like matt said the, that the foreshadowing on that was perfect um, mm-hmm. yeah 
But yeah, it's just, it's just all of these issues with Hotchkin in the middle, and he's trying to juggle it all while also dealing with his own stuff with his family and his brother showing up at the most opportune times. And his, like brother, his, his brother, his, by the way. Yeah, his brother's his great. His brother's a good character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the, this season, I liked it more than the first, just because it of its sheer focus on that character drama. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I like I like the season more uh, a lot. Josh, do you like the season more? Oh, absolutely. Just like like Shane said, the focus on more character, not more character drama, but more focus on character relations itself mm-hmm. is really what sold me. Because you know I'm a huge fan of just like romance and shit. Which yes, ooh baby, the relationship between Aki and Hachikin was so fucking well done. The only problem is they don't get together in this season. Read the manga. I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, Alright, so like it's what it's uh, So yeah, I really I really love this season. What really sold me though is uh honestly the character drama, but honestly, uh is the subtle shift into it becoming basically a romance anime mm-hmm. this season yeah. between Hachiken and Mikage, because whole shit they're fucking cute. Uh they're oh, yeah. so cute. cute. So cute. I I can't I, I, this this they, like like this is like throughout the entire show. Every time they were on screen together, I just wanted to like just just mush them together. Just yep. mm-hmm. you know, just just now kiss already. <laughs> like just please kiss. <laughs> it was just it, their relationship is so well developed. Like hey guys, if you have to go out like behind the horse shed and, and fuck, it's fine. Like we can cover you. I still think the best scene is like when um is like when Hachi is one of the best scenes of the season was in episode beginning of episode ten when Hachiken is you know basically saying to Mikage like yo uh I want to help you yo lean Please. on me yeah on I, me. Think, I think strong. I think my favorite moment was when Hachiken got back from uh, the hospital. And Mikage just teared up, but couldn't show him. And I was like, "Oh, he's like, oh, thank God, he's okay." Oh, fuck. My heart, man, just kind of like was like, "Oh, fucking Hachiken and Mikage." Like they're, they're, they're talking in the barn, and he's like, "Lean on me," and and uh, Mikage almost let it slip. Like right there, just like, she almost let it let it slip. She almost says I love you, and I was like, yeah. I was like, ah! She almost says like, and that's what I love. About, and she she almost says that's what I love about you, and she almost says that, but she slips up, and then Hachiken like, notices it. I like this little detail. Unlike other protagonists, Hachiken is not stupid. He notices. He 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 notices that, and they're about to fucking like possibly like confess right there and then, and then they get interrupted by an idiot. Who comes in? It's like, oh, he opens the door and he's like, "Hey, uh, why are you guys still in here? Go to sleep." Oh, he's uh, like, "Oh, my bad." And then he just, he just it's like, he's like, uh, and he just starts slowly closing the fucking door. Oh, that's like, also hey, what I like about this. That's you, what I like about this show in general. The characters are idiots. It's like, hey, do you want me to do you want me to lock the barn? <laughs> and they're like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> uh, uh. All right, so like, uh, let's talk about favorite uh, favorite, favorite uh, not favorite character, favorite episode from this season because there's actually multiple choices for favorite mm-hmm. episodes this season. Uh, Shane, what's your favorite episode of this season? For season two, uh, my favorite episode, I'm gonna have to go with episode nine. 
The Last Milk. Yes, which is the oh, episode where one. Komaba, they get the news that Komaba's family ranch is shut This is down. my favorite, too. This is my choice, too. Yeah. Uh, Goddamn gut punch. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I will agree with you on that. Yeah, so this is this is a gut punch of it. This is a gut punch of an episode. Because, like, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, you go ahead. go ahead. No, this is a gut punch of an episode because, like, for... But like what what thing I know about this episode is that is that who uh, fucking the one thing this episode does really good from a directorial perspective is it when this episode happens all the color from the episodes like just drain yeah it's all gray it's all sad it's, it's like all tur- like murky like they turn the saturation down to give it like that murky washed out vibe yeah yeah and we see works. things we like we feel the way Hotchkin felt where we knew nothing then all of a sudden it's like wait what. Yeah, and then it, it it makes it that much more emotionally impactful because you know exactly how hard Komaba has been working towards taking over his family's ranch. So then all of a sudden for it to just go into foreclosure, it's like, oh. Oh, all that work uh, he, yeah. All that work he put in for nothing. It's just like, what the fuck? And their, te- their team loses the baseball tournament. Dude, and it's when like, they lost the baseball tournament, that the buildup towards that is like the biggest like fucking like, swerve of all. I time. was like, I was like, they're gonna win, they're gonna win, and then he catches the ball, and it's just like it's over. Yeah, yeah, he misses the ball, and then it's just like he misses the ball, and it's just kind of like I, I I've seen the panel from the manga for this, and I love what the manga did for this. I think that's something the anime kind of didn't have as strong as the manga. The manga just has like. 10 pages of silence when the ball drops and to me i think like it's just all the reaction shots in the anime of like everyone just shocked that they missed the ball that's like takes up like 10 pages in the manga i think like that's like like i like i can only imagine like that's like really good fucking storytelling right there Mm -hmm. uh just it's a silence for like ten pages, and you just have to soak in just what the hell just happened. Just I think that everything with episode nine is great, and there's mm-hmm. lots of like uh, fucking. I really cemented Komamba is probably one of my favorite characters to show. He yeah. is um, the boy. Um, He's the boy. Nah, you know who the real boy is? Who our boy Tepu for doing the Tepu. cleaning duties? Tepu is a G. The, the Tepu Tepu is, is a bro. Tepu is a fucking bro. <laughs> Yeah, Tepu is a bro. Uh, fucking um, like, hey, you were gone. Don't worry, I did cleaning duty for you. Just cover for me. I got you, time. fam. <laughs> Just cover for me. This and did week. you notice uh, that he's drinking a Pepsi? <laughs> my boy, he's drinking he a actually? Pepsi. Yeah, he is. I hate. I hate his. I hate him now. Uh, worst character drinking a Pepsi. Um, all right, let's talk about favorite characters for this season. I have a different favorite character. Favorite character for this season. I do too. Uh, who's is yours? your is your character Mikage? Yes, yes, it is. Yes. Go. Is it yours, Shane? No, mine's still hot again. All right. But let's talk about Mikage. Uh, oh, my God. Man, this she's season so was very season. kind to her. She's, she's so good this season. I can't, like, she, like, like easily probably my sec- my favorite character outside of hot again. Like, it's like, it's like, listen, no one, A1 Studios, Mikage. Yeah, it's, it's, it, this is, this is, yeah, Mikage is so good. She's so cute. She's so happy, she's so peppy, but she has a lot of depth. Mm-hmm. And when she stands up to her parents, oh, it's one I, of the best scenes in the whole show. 
I love how realistic it is too. They don't just argue. They don't argue. It is like it's like an actual discussion, and they like actually. It's like you. They're like, yeah. It's like okay. So well, it's like, it's like you want to do this. It's like okay, you want to do this. That's cool. But how? No, my the thing I love about that scene is that you can tell that they want to argue because like her mom and her grandma are kind of pissed because they just assumed she was going to take over when they stepped yeah. down. But then her, her dad. Who we know is just like the fucking he's, The dad's like we kind of saw this coming. Yeah, her, no, her dad, dad was brings like, them the, back in and it's like okay. The dad's like no, I've known. The dad's like no, I know this for a while. Is that is I wanted her to talk about it for herself and not have me say anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, his dad is a G, and also when his dad flips a table because Hachiken was like because oh. <laughs> Hachiken spoke at all. Uh, 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 shut up, farmhand. Whenever, whenever fucking, uh, no, whenever fucking, uh, Hachiken's dad sees Hachiken and fuck, no, no, whenever Aki's dad sees fucking Hachiken and uh, Aki together, it's just like. It's hilarious. It's just like. Don't you dare touch my fucking daughter. No, I still think the funniest one is like, ah, so you've been looking at my daughter, like, uh, fucking, you've been looking at, uh, fucking, I've been looking at my daughter. It's like, no, No, I haven't. So you think she's ugly then? (laughs) <laughs> just punches the sh- just and so he thinks he's ugly then and I'm just like oh I fucking love him he's great uh, he's a relatable father yeah he's a great yeah great dad great dad um but yeah Mikage is my favorite uh let's talk about least let's talk about bad fathers though with least favorite uh um, Hachigen's dad. dad yeah oh boy what a fucking prick mm-hmm. uh what a what a fucking dick like this guy um, this guy is like how not to be a, a parent 101 yeah yeah, yeah. Like, this like guy his mom. Like, his mom is great. But his mom's his fine. Yeah, his mom's perfectly fine. She's kind of caught in the middle though because she lets it happen. But yeah, yeah. there's not much his, she can really mom, do about that. Yeah. His mom's a sweetheart. I don't blame his mom for this at all. Uh, it's literally mostly his dad. Uh, mm-hmm. Like his dad's a dick, um, and you can clearly like. And I love his his uh, uh, Hachikin's brother. I like his brother. I like his brother. Uh, but especially when he sta- when he talks to his dad and he basically just tells his dad to fuck off and <laughs> hangs up. Yeah, he, his, He's his like, dad's like, why'd you drop out? And his brother's I got like, there. I went there. I did what you wanted. Piss yeah, off. So bye. And then just hangs up on him. Yeah, and I hangs up on him, and it's like it's like I would go. It's like I would go get study materials for you, but I don't want to see dad. So bye. <laughs> Which you know what? Understandable. Yeah, and I and. Like, I, and it's I get where a, uh, I get where his dad's coming from, but he does it in such a terrible way. Yeah, he he does it in like the worst condescending manner. It's like yeah, it's like once a failure, always a failure, right? Like that's not how that works. <laughs> yeah, it's that's literally not how it works. Yeah, like, at all. like just because you failed at one thing one time doesn't mean you're just a failure for the rest of your life. Sure, sometimes mm-hmm. that can happen. But it's like it's like stain. <laughs> I'm laying it back to stain. It's like stain sees a person do one bad thing to be a hero, and he's like, "Well, you're a bad guy forever. You can't change yourself." Yeah. Ida's like, Ida's like, I know I did the wrong choice, but I will. I can change. Yeah, I will be a. I will be a hero. Uh, uh, <coughs> uh, but yeah, like his dad's. His dad's and a that- dick. That fucking yeah. the scene in the final episode where they're just having like a really quiet, awkward dinner, and then they just blow up at each other. 
Yep. Some yeah. great shit. Yeah, great, great shit. Uh, anything else in this season we really like? Because a lot of stuff in this season. Um, the consistency? Yeah. Oh, there's so much consistent. There's all great consistency here. Just fucking... And the way it builds up the main story, like, the main emotional points, too. Like, it is, it's not, like, immediate, just, like, a drama. Like, it slowly builds and builds and builds yeah. and builds mm-hmm. over the course of the entire season. And it just becomes an emo... And by, like, episode 9, 10, and 11, it's just an emotional, just, like, ride. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. so yeah. many emotions. Um... Fucking, I just, I, I, the character relations are really good. Fucking, I think, I think that this is really kind. This season was really kind to the supporting cast. I yeah, think that they, yeah. there's so much great stuff in the supporting cast. Uh, fucking, uh, fucking, uh, even, like, even character, like, even, like, the, get, get a lot to do this season, and they're pretty great. Yeah. Uh, uh and, and Shane, anything else you want to mention before we get into more? Honestly, there's, in terms of positives, there's not anything I really want to mention that hasn't either already a been lot, mentioned or yeah, was same from season one. Yeah, so yeah, pretty much it's pretty much a lot of the same positives are like the same positive season one. However, really good animation. Yeah. yeah. However, criticisms, I do have one major criticism, which again is kind of a nitpick if you want to be technical about it, but it is an issue that I saw. Um this show has a read the manga ending. It really does. Yeah. It just kind of ends, re- and nothing's really resolved for the most part. And it's just it like, really, do- read it really the manga does. To find I don't more. I don't know if there's ever going to be a season three. There probably the won't at this point. Yeah, They're probably. It's been, it's been five years. It's been five years, and the manga's currently on hiatus. Um, manga's currently on hiatus. It's still ongoing. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh. So I have no idea if this series will ever yeah, fucking yeah. get a second season. It, it it probably won't get a third season, and that's especially the, since the especially since season two didn't do very. It's both, both seasons didn't do very well in Japan, like wild, like sales wise. I mean that so makes I that think, makes sense to me. This seems like a very niche kind of show. Very niche. Yeah. Kind of show. yeah. Uh, which is funny because the show because critically this show actually the manga is like one of the most acclaimed manga of like the past couple of years. It like won a, it won like really it's won some really prestigious shit. It won the mm-hmm. Tazaka Prize. I mean, which, look at the writer. Yeah, like it won the it won the Tozaka Cultural Prize, which is only given out to like anime, where it's like the, only given out to manga, which is like considered like the best of the best. Um, uh, and like and like keep in mind, this was the same stuff that was written that that, that the the same stuff that's won that stuff is like Silent Voice, Golden Kamui. Uh, Kingdom, you know Full here's Alchemist. The, here's the thing, though. Yeah, it's just what we talked about with the sales chart. Japan is stupid. Japan dumb. J- Japan, real Japan dumb. mega dumb. Uh, Japan, Japan, listen, dumb. we're not much better. We're not much. Better. No, we love you. We are Japan, we love you. We love you, Japan. But what the fuck, man? Yeah, that's like my only major criticism with season two is that it has a read the manga kind of ending where it just kind of mm-hmm. ends, and it's like, hey, do you want to see more? Go read the manga because we're probably never gonna get another season of this. Yeah, which so, is a like, shame too, man. Yeah, it's a shame. How is that? They do do the smart thing, and that season two does wrap up. It's in the final episode does wrap up the storyline for that season, so at least you get closure for the yeah. arc of that season. Uh, but the story itself is not very close to being done. Yeah, nowhere close. Um, yeah, nowhere close to being done. Uh, I think we're time for final score with you. I think, I think so too. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Like pretty consistent yeah. across the board, really. This show is 
this that's the biggest thing this show has going for it is it's so consistent yeah it is really consistent yeah and so i think we're pretty much done talking about silver spoon and time to move on to pick our next anime of the featured anime of the podcast now mm-hmm. you guys don't know how this works we rotate between me and shane's picks and a randomizer so this silver spoon was a man it's time for me and shane to pick and it's my turn to pick it's matt's turn so so uh the show we're covering next podcast is a show from that has just recently wrapped up um it's a show that just recently wrapped up um, and it's a show that surprised all of us with its level of quality, its consistent animation, its fun, lighthearted nature, and how and the fact that it's and that it was surprisingly pretty that it was nothing like we expected, but at the same time, kind of exactly what we wanted. So next episode of the podcast, we are going to be covering the fantasy shown in Isekai. That time, I got reincarnated as a slime. Oh. On the podcast. Hey, I only um, watched it, so I can actually be on it. Uh, I'm very, I am very excited to talk about this. I'm, I, I this, uh, I think Shane has sung his praises more than a lot. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, 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 this show real surprised me. Like, don't forget, <laughs> you got the Isekai Master here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So it's gonna be. So we're gonna cover that time I got being kind as a sign. Next episode on the podcast, and with that, I am your host, Matt. AK Legion Rex with me. I have my co-host. Uh, you can find me. You can find me on Twitter and on YouTube uh, at Legion Rex. With me, I got my co-host Shane, aka the Beauty One. You can find him on Twitter and on YouTube at the Beauty Gaming Network. On his YouTube channel, he does stuff like podcasts, let's plays, uh, po- uh, unboxings, the occasional what the fuck. Uh, you can go find him there. It uh, means uh, the boy. The boy. Uh, with the us, boy. we also have. We also have uh, our other co-host, Josh, a.k.a. Wheat Machine. You can find uh, him. I, oh, no, it's a new Twitter, man. Oh, it's a Wheat Machine Reborn. You can go find him on Twitter at Wheat Machine Reborn. Yeah, I, you, uh, can find I such, you can find such great tweets such as beep, beep, boop, and <laughs> boop, boop. I'm uh, working as a part-time sage now, so I uh, give out some good advice to people, you know? Yeah. All right, so uh, with that, uh, so and with that, I think we're pretty much done to wrap. Oh, time to wrap up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been, we had a great time talking about this, and we'll see you all next time for some slime. Yeah, get ready to be uh, yeah. slimed. Get ready to be slimed. We'll see you next it's time. Disgusting. It's not yeah. disgusting. It's fine. And Nickelodeon does it all the time, and they do kids, so like, it's fine. All right. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Bye, 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 bye. Yeah. All right. Later. See you later. Thank you for listening to The Gap. If you like what you've seen, you can subscribe to The Gap Podcast YouTube channel to get the latest podcasts as they go live. Be sure to like and comment and let us know what you guys think of the show. Thank you very much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.